episode of Headlines, presented by the Coast News Group. It is Wednesday, July 29th. I'm Ryan Wolt, recapping the North County San Diego news from the past few days. The Coast News has been your leading local voice, bringing North County San Diego the news of the neighborhood for over 34 years. You can support our efforts to provide high-quality, independent local journalism by going to thecoastnews.com and clicking on the Donate button on the upper right. We appreciate your support. San Diego County is still on the state of California's watch list. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 547 COVID-19-related deaths. That is 60 additional losses of life since our last show. 28,005 cases have been reported, and the positivity rate, or percentage of positive cases, is at 5.7% over the past 14 days. Wearing a mask in public, washing your hands, and practicing social distancing is widely recognized as one way individuals can help prevent the spread. San Diego cities will be getting a bit of COVID-19 financial relief. The California Department of Finance has approved allocating nearly $10 billion in federal funds from the CARES Act to support the state's response to the pandemic. San Diego County will receive more than $53 million. The money is to help offset additional costs each of the county's cities has covered due to the pandemic. The murder conviction for 73-year-old former Valley Center resident Jane Derotic was reversed this week. She was convicted in 2001 of killing her husband Robert and was serving a 25-years-to-life sentence, but due to newly discovered DNA evidence may receive a new trial. Robert Derotic's body was found in February of the year 2000, one day after his wife said he disappeared after going jogging, prompting her to report him missing. Derotic was recently released from the California Institution for Women in Corona amid the COVID-19 pandemic and will remain out of custody on her own recognizance while awaiting a possible retrial. UCSD Health and the UCSD School of Medicine will be the sites for a national clinical trial for a vaccine intended to protect against the coronavirus. The trial, sponsored by the National Institutes of Health's newly formed COVID-19 Prevention Network, is based on a vaccine prototype developed by Moderna, a pharmaceutical company located in Massachusetts. 23-year-old Stephen Soto, who allegedly fired a BB gun shattering a window at Bliss Tea and Treats in Oceanside after they had put up a sign supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, has been charged with felony vandalism and a hate crime allegation. The sign in the window at the time read, Black Owned, We Stand With You. Soto pled not guilty to all charges and was served with a criminal protective order requiring him to stay away from the business and the owner, Rochelle Gordon. Soto remains in custody in lieu of $60,000 bail and is due back in court in August. Attorneys representing five local homeless individuals and their families in a lawsuit against the city and county of San Diego are claiming their clients should be provided access to county-funded hotel and motel rooms during the COVID-19 pandemic due to being at a high risk of contracting the virus. The lawsuit alleges the current shelter program at the San Diego Convention Center, Operation Shelter to Home, poses health and safety risks to the homeless, while hotel and motel rooms leased under Operation Shelter to Home remain empty. The suit also alleges the named plaintiffs are in greater need of hotel placements due to underlying medical conditions and discrimination based on disability and race due to the virus's disproportionate effects on communities of color. The city issued a statement last week saying that since the beginning of Operation Shelter to Home, only nine people housed at the convention center have tested positive for COVID-19 out of more than 4,000 tests, and more than 300 people have found housing through the program. 600 others have been matched with housing vouchers or subsidies to help them identify a new home. Early projections estimate that more than 700 additional people could be housed by the end of September. Stone Brewing Company is back in the news over a trademark dispute with a small brewery out of Kentucky named Sawstone Brewing Company. The name Sawstone comes from the style of limestone bricks the building is made out of. 
Co-owner Derek Kasky said he was surprised when he received the petition of cancellation from Stone Brewing Company, claiming that their name could cause consumer confusion since their beer is only available in their own taproom in Moorhead, Kentucky. Stone has drawn criticism from many in the beer community who are calling the claim against Sawstone hypocritical, as Stone prides itself on being the, quote, antithesis to big beer. Stone Brewing's founder, Greg Cook, refutes Sawstone's version of events, and in a statement said that Stone has since become the subject of a vicious harassment and schmear campaign both online and over the phone with personal threats to him and repeatedly to his employees, fraudulent reviews of Stone's locations on well-known review sites, and spreading wildly false claims about Stone from Sawstone Brewing Company. Cook said that the decision about the name will ultimately lie with the United States Patent and Trademark Office, and it seems likely he'll have a beer or two while he waits on the decision. Carlsbad will address beach access and connecting the beach with the Agua Hedionda Lagoon in two different chunks. The City Council approved moving forward with its American with Disabilities Act Beach Access Feasibility Study and opted to approve a new study regarding the trail connectivity to Tamarack State Beach Feasibility Study. The Beach Access Plan proposes installing two ADA ramps at Pine and Tamarack Avenues along with stairwell improvements. Some challenges to that construction include landform alteration, which includes bluff erosion and water runoff, existing slopes, and supporting elevated ramps. The council was also presented a proposal for connecting the seawall walkway to complete the Agua Hedionda Lagoon North Shore Trail with a tunnel under the coast highway. The trail connectivity study will examine concerns about the current plan, including pedestrian safety, impacts of sea level rise, storm events, and cost. Due to a change in what is considered recycling, Del Mar residents will be paying about 10% more in residential green waste fees. Del Mar's households generate about 66 pounds per resident per year, just above the countywide average of 64 pounds per resident per year. Rather than pay the difference out of the city coffers, the Del Mar Council voted unanimously to pass the cost to users in the form of higher monthly fees. The California State University System was the first in the nation to announce that its 23 campuses would cancel in-person learning in the fall and continue with online instruction, citing the public health threat posed by the COVID-19 pandemic. CSU at San Marcos, which boasts a student population of roughly 15,000, has been preparing its faculty for online instruction since the initial stay-at-home orders went into effect back in March. The university is recommending all of the faculty use Moodle, an online learning and course management system that the campus has nicknamed Cougar Courses, and Zoom, a video conferencing platform for classes. In response to students and faculty who may not have had access to their own at-home laptops or internet, the school has held distribution events giving away laptops, webcams, headsets, monitors, and keyboards over the past several weeks. Cal State San Marcos students expect to begin classes on August 31st. Finally, in Oceanside, a new city intervention program is going to take publicly intoxicated people off the street and provide them with resources for help instead of putting them inside of a jail cell. The city council approved a one-year sobering services center operated by the McAllister Institute Incorporated. The agreement will be partially funded by Measure X funds and will work in collaboration with Oceanside's homeless outreach team to assist intoxicated homeless individuals connect with city resources and find short-term and permanent housing opportunities. Previously, officers would be required to arrest publicly intoxicated homeless citizens and take them to the Vista Detention Center to sober up. If you're looking for something to do, the San Diego Botanical Garden in Encinitas is now open. Reserve your spot and buy tickets online at sdbgarden.org. The mission of the garden is to inspire people of all ages to connect with plants and nature. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters Lexi Broat, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, and Tigus Lane, whose stories we recapped here today. You can find all of these stories and more on thecoastnews.com. 
or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You will find them all over North County. And if you're looking for more podcast content, please check out the new Coast News podcast directory found on thecoastnews.com, including the North County Beat, Lick the Plate with David Boylan, and the Cheers North County podcast. Just click on the podcast banner, or listen on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. Please be sure to review and subscribe. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief, the Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every Wednesday for your local news headlines.